Welcome to Dear Young Queen, the podcast. Happy New Year's to you. Happy New Year's. Happy 2023. Look at these lovely ladies in the house to kick the year off. Welcome to Casa Lex, ladies. I think in 2023, I'd like to get better with introducing our guests from the jump. I think that's awesome. So ladies, before we get going today, I want to introduce Miami's fairy glandmother. (laughs) Makeup artist extraordinaire, Natasha Gross. And sitting to her left, we have plus size model, mm. CEO mm. of Mint Brow, mm. mommy, wifey, mm. and my friend, Miss Zoe. Yes, yes. We may or may not have had to like. Only way we could get Natasha on here was to sit her next to you. <laughs> I was like, yes. we booked Zoe. She's like, mm, I could come out with Zoe. I was like, okay, yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, so we're, we're happy to have you guys both here. It's always so dope to have beautiful women, not only inside but also outside, sitting here in Casa Lex. Yes, and Natasha, it's just a pleasure having you here. No offense, Zoe, you know, <laughs> uh, just because Natasha sitting with you on a consistent basis, you have so much insight. You see, you make us all beautiful. You make us feel confident. So here's a Prosecco oh, and pomegranate like vibe for the New Year's if yes. you're not so in, a champagne girl. Right. If you're not, not champagned out, I don't know what y'all did yeah. for the New Year's. <laughs> so just welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. Yes, I really yes. appreciate that. Cheers. Lex, this is pretty. Did we name this one? I mean, um, let's call it a glamorous ruby. Okay. Ooh. Glamorous ruby. Off the top mm-hmm. like that. I right? like <laughs> First off, how do you guys know each other? Wow. <laughs> What's the story? What do you, I honestly don't, you know. I don't know. I don't know. Actually, would answer this. <laughs> I was actually thinking that the other day. I was like, how did I meet Probably so? I want to say maybe just through the mutual friends events. Yeah. And then she uh, hired me to do makeup uh, with her long size. So. Yeah. Oh, do you do makeup as well? I did. Now I just, I do strictly brows now. Oh. My back is getting worse and worse. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't do makeup like I used to. Definitely. Okay, so y'all met. Somewhere doing makeup together. Yes. Beautifying, beautifying (laughs) a bunch of other women. Yeah. Even though you guys are so beautiful yourselves. Thank you. Have you always felt like that? No. Definitely not. Not me. I've always thought she was stunning, but I agree. I don't know. Like growing up, I don't think it was, no, I don't think I felt that. But I think that it's something that the older I got, I felt probably like more comfortable in my skin. And then I feel like that. That evolution of stuff just happened, and then I'm like, I'm lit. Yeah, right. And then you turn around and like you're exuding that confidence in ladies who are sitting there. Whatever definitely. we feel not confident about, you have definitely brought that out of oh, all of thanks. us. I think majority of my clients are like the type of client that is always like, I don't do makeup, and they see me, I come here with a bare face, like no eyebrows, no nothing. So I'd be like, girl, I'm the same way. So I understand like when a client doesn't use a lot of makeup to kind of transition them to a like happy medium where it's not like they're not overwhelmed by makeup, but they're just like, okay, my husband liked it or my boyfriend, like, cause you know, they're always the biggest critics in everything, oh, which I absolutely hate, but I guess whatever, they got to be with them. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, damn, their opinion matters that much. Like, do you do that same energy when they get a haircut? Like in my own life, I cannot have a man even question any type of beauty, mm-hmm. any type of you going to go to the doctor to go do your lips. You're yes. That's like my thing. Like you have your thing. I have my thing. Yeah. That's in, that is so interesting because yeah. you're right. 
the fear of a man saying you have too much makeup on. Yeah. Yes. Or you don't even look like yourself. Yeah. Correct. Is enough to try to talk yourself out of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And even if like, you yeah, feel beautiful, it's like, I love it. And they're like, you got too much makeup on. And instantly, it's almost like you want to wipe your whole face oh, off. Oh, yes. And yeah. Especially if you've, if you've taken the time, been in the chair, and then you're starting to feel mm-hmm. good and glamorous, and that confidence is, you know, just sco- like soaring high, mm-hmm. then you turn around and then, you know, they're like, ah, but you don't look like yourself or oh that's too much and you're like I've been like that's the point crash and burn really just triggered me that you triggered me I remember in a previous relationship of mine no this is crazy I can't believe I did this now that I'm thinking about it Mm -hmm. Um, in a previous relationship of mine I was so excited because we weren't he, I wasn't the girl that he like took everywhere that he went. We were going to the ESPYs for the first time mm. together. And I was so excited to get my makeup done. I had this perfect outfit picked out. And I spent about 90 minutes getting my makeup done. When I was done, I thought it was stunning. I like loved, loved it. it. I took all these pictures of myself. Yeah. I did all of this. And then I came out and he was like, you have way too much makeup on. Oh. And I ended up washing my face and not doing the carpet. <sighs> and like playing the back because I felt like... I, yeah. I wasn't as beautiful as I was convinced of course. that I was, but really I let the male opinion dictate. Totally. I've Ooh. seen I've seen it way too many times. Mm. I actually and this has always stuck with me. Um years ago I did someone's makeup and she was an older lady and she never really gets her makeup done and she got her makeup done and the first thing her husband walked in the room and said was, You look like a prostitute. <gasps> and she, I mean Say that to the, another person, they would have been like, "Good, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, what kind?" But um, I, I was, I was just disgusted at it. I was like, "Wait, that's her husband that said that?" Like, yeah. in, in shock. And then, you know, of course, like all the family members had to come and be like, "It's, I'm so sorry he said that." And it's just like, you know, how many times I've heard that, like, "Oh, he doesn't like that," or "He doesn't like." That. It's just like, mm, can I curse? That's- Yes, please. Yes. Fuck that. Yes. Like, it's just, it's it's ridiculous. I've- that's interesting. I never thought about how it would feel from the, the side of the woman that's actually doing the makeup. Yeah. Right? It's one mm. thing to know that, like, we come in like, okay, my, my boyfriend hates it when my brows are too dark. And you're like, but wait, sis, you need darker brows to complete this picture. I feel like oftentimes women talk about in their the way that they dress. Like, I don't dress for a man. I dress for myself. But sometimes we do. I think, Zoe, you do an incredible job of, of showing up and saying, hey, I dress for me, for how I feel. <laughs> Is Was there ever a point where you didn't feel like that? And maybe your your husband's, because you, you are married, your husband's opinion might have dictated how you, how you dressed or what you wore. My husband is very much... Like let's let's it's always a Zoe show. He's like just Ooh, my biggest supporter. Wow. He lets me be me, and that's my favorite thing about my husband is that I can show up as my true self every day. Mm. As far as the way I dress, it completely transformed when I started loving myself and really feeling beautiful in my skin. Years ago, I was dressed like shout out to the Amish people, but more um you know just very covered up and yeah, very modest, you know, clothed, very modest. modest. And yeah. I love dressing modest today too, but. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm not afraid to show skin. I did see on the gram you were in that beautiful orangish red fiery. Oh, carnival. Be- during carnival. Yes. And I'm not even there yet. So to have that confidence. Girl, I kind of just. So you were looking from beautiful, like one by end the way. of the spectrum to the other. Yeah. End. Like I'm just very comfortable wearing less clothes and showing off my skin, showing off my curves. And I think it was because for so long I covered up myself. Mm. And 
hated myself and yeah. just really did not appreciate the body that I was in. And now I'm on the other end. And now I feel like I want to celebrate my body. I want to show yes. my body off. And I want to wear what makes me feel good. And a lot of times what makes me feel good is showing skin. So that's what I do. You're saying a lot of <laughs> a lot that. of nows. Yeah. A then and now. What happened? What was the transition between then and now? The main thing that started my whole like self-love journey was, as you know, I do brows. Um, yeah. I have clients that range from 21 all the way to 71. And I remember just all hey, of them what having- are the 71s you, you're using in their brows to have that hair still? Uh, no, well, I'm doing um, microblading. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're giving it to them. You're I'm giving, giving it. them brows, right. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of them would just complain about the same things that I was going through at the same time. Like, I just don't like myself. I want to fix this. I want to hmm. fix that. And I'm like, wow, this lady's 71 years old and she's still very unhappy with herself. Wow. I don't want to be 41, 51, 61 still- hating myself. And I felt that coming from each one of my clients. And one day, the 71-year-old, I was just like, I cannot. I cannot do this anymore. I, can, I can't continue to waste my life like this. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't just like, a, like me nitpicking and something. It was a true self-hate. So it was like crying every night, spending hours of my time. I couldn't even connect with my husband because I was just so, oof, I was just so angry with yeah. myself, how I let myself go. What did you hate? Mostly my stomach because I had kids, so okay. I had stretch marks. I gained a lot of weight over the years, so I was like a, a, a completely different person than I what I remembered. It felt like I was just not how I should look, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, one day I just was like, I cannot do this anymore. I don't want to waste my life. I don't want to spend any more hours or minutes or years or weeks crying about something that First, I had no control over. I had a baby and this you is what, no this is how, yeah, this is how I look after the baby. But I just stopped letting those things define me. I started focusing on the things that I like about myself versus the things that I don't like about myself. Mm-hmm. I started doing my daily affirmations and I started eating better too. You know, that's just a form of self-care, eating better, working out and just showing myself more grace and more love. And that was the beginning of my self-love journey. Like Natasha and I are in the no baby club. Yes. We might still care a little bit too much about our stomachs. Um, but you also had a bunch of kids and your body also changed throughout that process. What was that like for you? Absolutely. As a mother of four, you, you have to let go and it's out of our control. We are creating life. Mm-hmm. And so we have extra testosterone and es- extra estrogen in our bodies. And so that's also messing with us mentally and emotionally. My body fluctuated. I came from an athletic background. So I feel like I had muscle memory and I also had my children younger. So that helped out. But then as I got older, I'm now 40, will be 40 next month. And so it's like everything has slowed down. I can't just still eat what I want, drink what I want. I have to be active. I have to exercise. And running around these children, I'm getting that exercise. But I definitely, <laughs> you know, like, but I definitely, my mental and my my energy would just c- kind of go up and down. I'm not going to lie. It just really sounds like we put our bodies through trauma and then after expect for it to be the same. Mm-hmm. Like, huh? <laughs> Do you feel like it's kind of a little bit unrealistic that the social media and snatchback, snatchback, right? We think that it's normal to be able to achieve that. And it's just not. You have to realize what we're looking at. We're looking at Instagram. Insta meaning very short, a snapshot, a very filtered, a very (laughs) polished Snapchat of what we want. And it's false advertisement in my, in my eyes. Um, And it's getting to the point where it's getting expensive 
You know, you want to keep up with the Joneses, you know, or the Jenners. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, right. With this, with this generation. Yeah. So it's almost like we have to um, give our children and our friends a little bit more confidence of the sprinkling of like, nah, you are, you her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you're dope. You're lit. You're lit. Yeah. In a world where everyone's like, no filter, bare face, <sighs> nah, nah, nah. Natasha, tough. you spend your life glamming women up. Yes. Do you feel like it's counteractive to the confidence that you hope and want women to have and have it instilled? No, I think that like, I think every woman should experience getting glam. Like I even mm. was telling somebody the other day, I was like, even for you to just get glam, hair done, makeup done, nail, like the whole, the whole package and like, go take a picture, like a nice picture book a session with a photographer, it makes you feel so good. Now, mind you, I'm not saying to do that every day now, like, right. because to do makeup every single day, it's, it's, it's too stressful. Yeah. I feel like also my goal is to look good without makeup. So you want it to be, you know, you want to look good. You want to go out in the street and maybe just put on some little moisturizer, tint it and just go, you know, so. I read an article that said that um, the rates if, if people getting plastic surgery went up as a result of the pandemic mm. because people were spending so much time on Zoom, mm. like Zoom cameras, like oh, yeah. actually looking at themselves and seeing themselves like yeah. not filtered up. Like this is how you look. Like I know you're so used to putting a filter on and shooting it out to the world, but like now you have to sit on camera every day. I was just telling someone that because I'm like, like that whole evolution of Zoom now, I get people that book me to go on a Zoom call. That's you know. crazy. So That's it's like, where are you going is- today? Are you doing picture? No, I have a Zoom meeting at nine. And it'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> like it's it's changed the world, really. Yeah, like, you know, has. people now are like, oh, no, I need to look good. So, Listen. I mean, keeps me busy, but uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but I understand it. Yeah. So both of you guys, I'm curious, what is your definition of beauty? I have this theory that defining beauty is hard because if every, if all of us were to pick pull out our phones and google a picture of the most beautiful woman in the world my argument is that all four of us would pick a different woman definitely okay zoe don't say it out loud i want you to to pull up who you think is the most beautiful woman in the world alexis you pull up who you think is the most beautiful woman in the world okay. natasha think about yours so you could google it after i'm gonna pull up all right so alexis I'm curious. And this is not like the top five rapper list. Like it's not going to like be here forever, right? We're just saying right now, the ones that just come to our mind initially. Alexis, who is one of the most beautiful women in the world to you? Queen Nefertiti. Ooh. Let me see the photo you pulled up. That's who I think is the most beautiful woman in the world. Okay. She's not living, obviously. Okay. Yes. Zoe, who do you think is the most beautiful woman in the world? So she's one of my best friends. Her okay. Name is Victoria. Okay. She's mm. stunning. Look at her. Like, Ooh. okay. She's just, I mean, ever since I met her, I'm like, wow, you were just very pretty. Yeah. Dimples, great Gorgeous. mom, just, you know, beautiful inside and out. Yeah. Inside Ooh, and out. Good. I love yeah. that. Okay, Natasha, who's yours? Do you know that I really don't have one? I feel like every woman is very, I mean, I know it sounds so corny, but I think every woman is very beautiful in their own way. I actually think that that right there is actually all that I was looking for. Oh. So if you guys were to think about Alexis, how on brand about everything in her life is Queen Nefertiti? Not just actually the physical features, but everything that that woman embodies. Mm-hmm. Hmm. is what I argue adds to why she thinks she's the most beautiful woman. 
You picked a friend. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you picked someone that you noted her almost out the gate outside of her dimples, like noted her as a mother. Yeah. yeah. You automatically <laughs> ins- insinuated the beauty was inside and out with your version of beauty. Right. And your version of beauty who literally creates um, beautiful canvases on a daily said, I don't have one. Why? Because you create your version of beauty every day okay. on people. Oh, true. Okay. And so I say all this to okay. say, yeah. And so I say all this to say this is something that I do often with women when they're like insecure, they feel a way that it's like, sis, the version of beauty that you're holding yourself to is not even the standard of beauty of the people that you're worried about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Queen Nefertiti, <laughs> stunning features, everything yes, about her, but yes. also similar. Strong cheekbones like Alexis. Mm, yeah. Your friend, I hate to break it to you, looks a lot like you. I was going to say that too. A, right? I was and like, it's like, I was like is that you? Thank you. <laughs> when you and I Absolutely. challenge other women to do this activity with your friends. You're so that, busy Ashley. worried about like what you think or if someone thinks you're pretty or beautiful. And it's like, sis, what you think is pretty is not even what that person thinks is pretty. Yeah. So like, what are we talking about? And the other argument is, is that I think that we actually choose versions of beauty that we think are attainable for ourselves. Yeah. I agree, I agree. with that too. Right? Yes, you can right. see yourself looking as beautiful as that. And I feel like- You queen, can see you know? yourself. You know? It's <laughs> yeah, like- Yeah, yeah, And it's- yeah. We all it's have these attainable. different- It's attainable. That's real. Yeah. We choose something that we feel like we could get the closest to or mm-hmm. like. Now, not me. Because of course, me. I want to retain my youth. I'm over here. I didn't pick Lori Harvey. Okay. Yeah, she looks beautiful. She looks beautiful, right? Yes. I feel like I could get to if I just lost another 30 pounds, if I could just turn the clock back 10 years. The clock? No, we cannot do. Right? Pounds? Yes, we can with a lot of discipline, but. But we all sat here with different ideas and versions of beauty. And I just think it's so important for us to understand in a world where we're all attaining or striving for Mm -hmm. some level of, you know, beauty that like, let's adjust that our own filter set because we're not all running the same race or striving to the same end goal of what beauty really is. Mm -hmm. So just a note, I hope that you ladies take that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Take that away because it's a fun exercise to do with your homegirl. It's also very interesting to see who your, what your homegirls think beautiful is. You know what I mean? This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know that you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection, the latest innovation from Discover? Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com forward slash online privacy protection. But anyways, y'all are sitting here at Dear Young Queen, and we like to talk about first and last on this show. So, Zoe, I feel like this is a good first question for you. Okay. (laughs) When was the first time you looked in the mirror and did not recognize yourself? Uh, After I had my first daughter. Looking in the mirror, I remember just looking and seeing myself and being like, who, where, what, how? My stomach just looked very unfamiliar because when you're nine months pregnant, you have the stretch marks. It doesn't really like hit you until you see it deflated. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, anyways, correct. Mm-hmm. Deflated some, and, and your correct. stomach's dark deflated. a lot that of times. That is a great word. Oh my, yes, deflated. <laughs> it, do, it doesn't it snap is. right back. You're like, you go from nine months pregnant to like five months pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then your stomach, like for me, my stomach got dark, real dark. So it's like I had this dark, deflated tummy. And eventually it went back to my new normal. 
because it never went back to how it was before. It was years and years of just looking in the mirror, expecting to see my 17-year-old self, because I had my daughter when I was 18 and got pregnant at 17, and seeing someone that was just unfamiliar, unwanted, unwelcomed. And I was like, what are you still doing here? So it wasn't until I started to accept everything that I was able to connect the person I am with the person that I see in the mirror. And so you actually, wow. having a baby at 17, 18, and Lex, even for you at like 19, 20, you never even really saw your woman body. No. no. I'm in my woman body now. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Because <laughs> you're right. You're like, you were hoping to go back to 17, 18-year-old yes, body, yes. but your body was no. going to change yeah. anyway, like, sis. My yes. friends are wearing crop tops, bikinis, and I'm yeah. like, how can I make this shirt, I tie it this way, finesse this skirt this way so my stretch marks don't show, but I still come off as a 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 17-year-old. Yeah. You know, like yeah, I'm trying to... Yeah. Feel my age, look my age, but I'm also trying to hide this situation that I have going on. Yeah. So I always compare my story to coming out of the closet because that's what it felt like mm -hmm, for me. Mm -hmm. like, it felt like I had like, this huge secret. And then one day I made a post with my stomach and like an explanation because I felt like I had to explain the way I looked. And I didn't post it until a year after. Mm. Um, it just sat on my phone for a year. And it was during the pandemic when I was like, you know, I'm just going to post it. I'm tired of hiding myself. Mm -hmm. And when I posted it, it was like freedom, liberating empowering and yeah it's been great since <laughs> beautiful they always tell you like if the, the younger you have the baby you're the faster your body snaps back i think being younger it did help me yeah how old were you when you had your youngest my youngest elijah is nine so 31 30 31 was there a difference in the way that your body responded at 18 versus 31? Absolutely. Um, I feel like I started transitioning from not working out with the first, just going off of the residual of high school, three-sport athlete, to now extracurricular activities, the smoke and drink and wine, hanging out late. Right. You know, that's yeah, the difference. That. It's the difference <laughs> a decade will make in your yeah. body and how you respond. So that's when I got into running, actually. That helped my body and the weight come down, but then my body type changed. But like where I am now, this going into 40 is my most I, my most favorite body type. Mm. I have the curves. I got this ass that's sitting up high. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? I feel good now. now. Yeah. And after having those four children, they actually help these hips a little bit better. Oh. They do get out of control, though. I have to watch myself a lot more <laughs> than I did when I was younger. Yeah. So you have three beautiful angels, right? Yes. How angels. old are they? <laughs> angels. Oh, angels. Oh, angels. Angels. I got three kids. <laughs> um, 13, almost eight, and four. Ooh, and my, Ooh, my name is Elijah, too. That's um, a good name. We might want to add that to our list. Okay. <laughs> the prophet. Check, check. The prophet. The prophet. Yes. Okay, so you have also have a, an age difference. Yeah, five years in between each. Wow. Ooh, yeah, every it was they were all uh, wonderful surprises. Okay, yes. <laughs> nothing yes. was planned, but right. glad they're here. <laughs> so then you also had a similar age difference in how your body responded. Yes. Um, between one and three, mm. did um, you notice a difference? I mean, I didn't snap back very well according to society standards with the first one being eighteen, but. As a 26-year-old, when I had my last one, 26, 27, it was even slower. <laughs> so, really? yeah, it was just, you know, but I had a lot more patience with myself. Even as a mom, I was more patient because I'm older now, you know. But, yeah, everything goes back slowly. Maybe not to how it was before, but to your new normal. I love that. Your new normal. Yeah. Your new normal. It's really understanding and accepting that. Like yeah. everything about your life has changed, your household mm -hmm. and your body. And we're supposed to grow. Yeah. We're supposed to flourish and we're supposed to, you know, grow our wings. Well, yeah. I'm glad y'all have that mommy experience in common. Let me tell you, girl. <laughs> it's a lot. 
I don't quite have that experience. And I'm actually still of the belief that I can control some things. That's um, fair. I do feel like there are ways to maintain your youth and your beauty. <laughs> and Natasha is someone that I've <laughs> openly had that conversation uh-huh. with. As comfortable as I am kind of exposing my ignorance on topics, I also feel like I am comfortable sharing my insecurities as well because it allows other women to know that you're not alone in those insecurities. Something I've been super insecure about my whole life has been my mouth and my teeth. I have tiny teeth. Shout out to Beyonce, the president of the Tiny Teeth Club. <laughs> wow. I didn't even think about that. What? <laughs> yeah. She's Tiny Teeth. She's Dead. president, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, and then obviously I am a black woman, but there I have mixed blood running through me. So my little white lips are <laughs> another part of the thing that I am a little more insecure about. I, I got mine. Yeah, I got, I got mine. You know, like yeah. every woman has their different every, things. Every woman has their different things. But something about Natasha made me comfortable <laughs> enough to open up. What was it? And, <laughs> Maybe what was it? Beautiful, luscious lips she had. Yeah. But I was just like, oh my God, I wish I had lips like yours. And she was like, yeah. go get them. And I was like, what do you mean? Go get them. <laughs> what do you mean go get them? And I was like, no, 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 I can't do that. And she was like, go get them. And so I went scared as hell. Got my little <laughs> half a syringe, which wasn't enough for nothing and nobody. Okay, half a syringe. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I don't know, Natasha. Tell, tell, English, talk about, give me the, give us the advice you gave English me. English. My medical syringe. background. Um, let me explain it. <laughs> um, no, I think a syringe is what? 100 milligrams. So it's like less than that. I think it's of what? I think a filler of Juvederm or uh, okay. whatever you choose. Okay. Yeah. So she was texting me. She's like, is it going to hurt? I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you're honest too. Yeah. Like Thank you, you can't sugar. Like you go in there and thinking it's not going to, it's going to hurt. It's going to, and especially like her technique is different. She does amazing lips. So I feel like it hurts even more. Like even I've done my lips so many times with her. And every time I go in there, I, she already knows the routine. She'd be like, here's your ball. I know you like to just, you know, and I just be like, hold on. You already know I got to breathe first. Then <sighs> I situate myself and then I just be like, shoot me up. Like, <laughs> Shoot me up. Yeah, oh. you got it. <laughs> I'm you got scared. It. I just feel like if you are not so confident, there is the version of self-love where you teach yourself and you convince yourself of re um, redefining beauty and what your new normal is. But then there's also going to fix it mm-hmm. and yeah. maybe restoring the normal that you had. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so like, how do you explain to somebody that is like so like self-love and love yourself and this is how, <laughs> what God how God made you and you should love that and then you're okay with like I mean yeah, I'm saying you I'm, specifically but I'm just yeah. saying in general like how do you combine both the two? Of them? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well yeah, I'm I'm pro surgery, I'm pro filler, I'm pro whatever makes you happy. Like mm-hmm. self-love and Body acceptance and all that doesn't mean that you're against those things. It just means that you're not at war with yourself anymore. Oof. You're happy with Ooh. what you have at that moment. It doesn't mean that you don't have body goals. It doesn't mean that you don't want to try to stop the the hands of time. I still want to do some of those things. I haven't done anything yet, but I'm pro doing whatever makes you feel good. But in the meantime, in between time, I'm not going to hate myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's really just what it is. It's not beating yourself up daily and just yeah. learning to be at peace with yourself. But yeah, I mean, do you put makeup on? That's that's changing yourself daily. Absolutely. Do you cut your hair? Do you dye your hair? All those things are little tweaks. They're not as invasive. Yeah, invasive, but yeah. they're still you're still changing yourself on a daily. I agree with that. Yeah. They're like minor tweaks. Minor tweaks yeah. that are necessary. So you made me feel confident to go see Dr. Dulce. But it does make me wonder about a question. 
Natasha, since mm-hmm. you're free with experimenting with things, like you've been like, yeah, girl, you could Botox this, you could lip filler this. I'm going to hit you with the last time. Yes. When was the last time you did a physical procedure mm-hmm. to uh, correct a physical imperfection that you believed you had and regretted it? Yeah, I think I probably regret the doctor, maybe. Oh, I know what you're talking. I wish about. I had my lawyer here with me. But <laughs> I would love to just put him out there. But um, no, I had lipo like a couple of years back, mm-hmm. and he made me a little uneven. Um, and I don't regret the procedure because mm-hmm. it's whatever he, you know, he made it uneven. But whatever. He'd, but it's still, um, obviously lawyer. It still resonates with her. She's actually still very traumatic. She's going through it. You see her in front. Of her. <laughs> it was traumatic. It was traumatizing. You know yeah. what? Honestly, like I was crying afterwards. Like now that I'm reflecting back, I really mm-hmm. was crying. And then the messed up part of it is that he went to fix it and he still fucked up. Mm. Not two times. Yeah, two times. Like, and my friend's like, why'd you go back the second time? And I was like, well. Because he was fixing it. I believe, I don't know, sometimes, I guess that's just the, just the woman in me. I'd be like, okay, I'll give you a second chance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, let's, let's see, maybe you had a bad day. I just believe that people have bad days. I feel like when you get into, I call it a race. When you get into that race, there's things that you just have to just like, almost like accept. I had a friend that was like, I, j- I just want to get my body done just one time. And I don't want to keep on running back like all these girls. She wants to go get her body done. Now she's just like, well, I do want to go for another. R-. And I was yeah. like, wait, what happened to that, you just want to yeah. get your body done once and that's it. But she understands now that it's like it's almost like a never ending race. You get into it. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people before you join the club, yes. <laughs> before you join the race yeah. on that sign up sheet, make sure you're ready because it like no doctor is perfect. Sometimes we look at these doctors and we think, oh my God, look at all the bodies he's done. But also, I think a lot of doctors nowadays we're in the we're in the era of like influencers. Yes. They will slay an influencer mm-hmm. because oh, guess what? They have advertisement. Yeah. Mm. And that influencer is gonna tell all her influencer friends, and that's how that's how you build up your, your Instagram or your your Correct. your reputation. But I feel like cause this doctor did amazing things on influencers. But I think it's the regular folks that he just was like, he mm. told me I had, this doctor told me I had scoliosis. <laughs> I mean, like, that's not, not even, even trying to job, be funny sir. because there are people that live with scoliosis and I'm not mm-hmm. laughing at them. But because of the job that he didn't do well, oh, he blamed it, was, it. He said, that's because your body has scoli- scoliosis. And I'm like, sir, I did not walk up in here like twisted up. Mm. So, I mean, we clearly. Have to do research. Yeah, but even like, imagine if someone does their research and they do all that, it's really up to the doctor what he's feeling that day. You're right. Yeah. How much he wants to perfect his work. Exactly. How much he feels like this is what, enough. What if, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I feel like in Miami, because it's almost like the surgery central, these doctors are performing numerous liposuctions, tummy tucks, breast implants all day. It's like it's like a, it's like like a fast food uh, mm-hmm. restaurant. Yeah, you right. understand? It is. So it's like you have these doctors that are probably doing eight, nine, ten patients a day. But I'm happy because I think that there's a law actually that's coming into effect that like limiting that. Good, yeah. But yeah, you you know it's it's really up to the doctor. It's really still to a business, right? Because like yeah. even if if I make you perfect, are you coming back for the next set of whatever yeah. else it is? Yeah, like, they probably bought you on per on, I got, on so that you could come back and get it yeah. t- tucked mm-hmm. in a little bit. Yeah, not gonna lie, Doctor Dulce is amazing. 
when I went there, I had a great experience. But also, she was like, but if you just Botox it <laughs> and you lift this, I was like, damn, it's like, going, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Cha-ching. it's like going to the dentist or yeah. the auto mechanic, right? right? About my like, I'm coming here for an oil change. Now I need new no. tires. It's like the same thing, I'm sure, with plastic surgery doctors. And then on the other side of it, I'm going back for my breasts again. Okay. And so I'm like, since you're going to put me down, because I'm, I, I too am nervous of surgery. Yeah. And, um, and I think that could be a little bit with children. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, this is elective. Yep. And this is me volunteering to get on the table and go to sleep. And, you know, I need to make sure my shit is in order before I, yeah. you know, just right. in case, yeah. right? Mm. We have a lot to think about. Yeah. Mm. And so it's like, cause I'm like that with a lot of things moving differently. Yeah. And so, um, I was like, okay, well, since I'm going under, what can you do? And he looked at me and he was like, um, keep exercising. Mm. So like, you know, I'm definitely for per person, do whatever makes you feel better. But I'm also like teaching my kids, like, love your body. Cause right, right. now they're, they're, they're popping right now. Right. I'm like, where are the, I'm that mom that's like embracing wearing like, you crop know, tops. crop yeah. tops and all that. Because I wish I would have done that then. I was more tomboy, but like <laughs> I needed them. I want them to embrace this because it slows up. That's yeah, the other thing that I up. think that is is interesting too is that as as mothers, you have to show your girls how to celebrate themselves, even when you're maybe not in the mood to celebrate yourself Correct. or your body. Absolutely. But yes. it's kind of like that. Almost at the same time, you're you're training your mind to accept that. Hmm. Yeah. You know, like you're tricking yourself, and you That's don't even so really bad. realize it that you're like, I hate this, but. I got to make sure Ray feels confident in her cheerleading thing. And now all of a sudden you've convinced yourself a little bit like, actually, I look good. Yeah. Trying to so busy, trying to convince them. Listen, fake it till you make it is real. It is. I I started my journey, I didn't feel beautiful. I was telling myself that I felt corny saying it out loud to myself in the mirror every morning. But eventually it becomes my truth, right? So I, I, I hype my kids up all the time. I talk to myself in the mirror and I'm like, damn, I look good and I want my kids to hear that. Yeah. You know, I don't want them to feel like I'm full of myself, but I am full of myself. That's like, you positive parenting. I'd rather amazing. be full of myself and have people think, oh my gosh, she's so full of herself. But if they knew how hard it was and how, how much it took for me to get to where I am today, mm-hmm. they would leave me alone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm very vocal it. about how much I love myself and how I, how I feel about myself because the kids are out at school. It's too projecting. Yeah, yeah eight too. hours a day. Yes. They're not with us for the majority of the day. Correct. So I'm trying to plant those little seeds as much as I can when they are home. It's tougher right now, too, because, again, each of our children, I know mine being older, I'm not sure about yours, but they all have access to internet, TikTok, Limited Instagram, <laughs> YouTube. So the tutorials, they're learning how to do their makeup. Like, my girls do their makeup better than I do. <laughs> um, and so they're like, I have to be like this, or I should have this, or I have this product or all of that. So it's a, it's a testament of those outside pressures. Yeah. You know, imagine all our parents had to worry about was like us picking up the wrong magazine. Right. To like define beauty. Correct. Now they have it in the palms of their hands. Yeah. Constant yeah. comparisons yes. to what is. But constant. I, constant. I do think the world though now is like a more forgiving place where they mm-hmm. accept like there. I don't think there was I a agree. day where we would have opened a magazine and saw a plus size model. Yes. Yes. And now they have so many different forms of beauty, shaved heads, long hair. Like we had a, a standard. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. And they have so many different other forms, which I just think is really, really dope. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You it's ever beautiful to see. It is, mm-hmm. right? Until your daughter 
bring some shocking shit with to you with like green hair and spikes. Like, mommy, she's beautiful. But I want to do that. I think that's dope too now. But I love the colors now that everyone can rock. And I love the piercings and I love the different hairstyles. I even embracing wigs before, like mm-hmm. now, before I wasn't. Yeah. So there's, you know, I, I love the fact that we can enhance our beauty. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, I agree. And I want to say this. Yes, yeah. I did get liposuction five years ago and I'm still a little overweight. But yeah, that's okay. Because <laughs> so, people know. Because that's the other thing. People think that you get surgery and then it's be like, you're just supposed to be slim all the time. No, people fluctuate and go up mm-hmm. and down. And that's very, just something that happens in life. And it's all right because a snapback is about to happen this year. <laughs> I know that's right. The other thing that people don't want to talk about the race is it's an expensive race to enter. Oh, baby. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, it is yeah. maintenance. It's not just you go, like you said, you lay on the table, you come out, you're done. Like, this is something that once you're invested and you want to keep fixing and, and touching that. Now you're looking for a new doctor that maybe is a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. Oh, now sure. you see your friend that got a job done and you want to go get your boobs there. Yeah. Fix over there. And then maybe, like you said, go to Dr. Dulce. You got to dissolve first before she'll work Girl. on you. Mm-hmm. So it's like also, it's a rich man's sport. Yeah. By Absolutely. the way, that's why it's like, not a I, broke that's why I don't sport. even get like lashes done because I love to see people with individual lashes. And I'd be like, I just don't even want that maintenance. It's like another thing to check off the list that I just don't want to do. You know, yeah. I yeah. feel as women, we already have so much stuff. Like when, Women start to get gray hairs. Like, okay, that's like a, a bi-weekly thing mm-hmm. that we have to take care of. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Botox, okay, that's three months. And then lips, it's like eight months. And then wait, get your nails done, toes done. That's monthly. Hair. It's just like Pay hair. a makeup artist. Yeah. Yeah. It's all It's just like, it's just so yeah. much. Like I know Dr. Dulce, I will never, well, I mean, clearly when sis retires, I'll have to find somebody else. But <laughs> like she's priority to me. So yeah. whatever, if I have to work nonstop, like shit, I'm going to work all day today. And then, so I could be able to go to Dulce. Tough life. <laughs> Tough life, but I'm working on it. I, it's uh, hard. Dr. Like, Dulce, yeah. not only is she expensive. Actually, we should stop saying her name. Wait, because, yeah, because yeah. people are going to be like, yeah. wait a minute. No. Yeah. This is already booked and busy. Yeah. So then yeah. it's going to well, be like, Well, maybe it'll help y'all with a discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't I don't know. Google I don't her, know. please. Oh, yeah, unless you're going to give the viewers a discount. And give us a discount. Oh, no. All right. Well, we're going to be beeping her name. This is about her rate, and that's her rate. Yeah, it is her rate. And her work. In it, yeah. Well, listen, ladies, I know mm-hmm. that, and we've the conversation has gone a, a little bit all over the place as far as like loving yourself, hating yourself. But I think that this is all a part of our journey and experience of womanhood is going through this, going through these different processes of really understanding and redefining beauty at every age and every stage along our journey. I am inspired by both of you guys um, you. on the Thank inward you. and the outward. Alexis and I sit up here with this platform trying to encourage women to own their stories Mm -hmm. and own their journeys. Um, You are two women that are very clearly doing that. I just appreciate both of you. Um, We can look to you, Zoe, for confidence, whatever your shape or size is, because we do fluctuate. This is real life. So thank you. And I really, I'm going on the record. I do not like plus size. That is so disrespectful. I feel. (laughs) you know, I'm just saying like, why you you, like, you look like a normal woman. I yeah. see women that look like yeah. every single one of us sitting up here. So right. I just want to throw that out there. I've gone yeah. from this year alone, like on the topic of fluctuation, from like a 12 to a 16. So, I mean, my weight fluctuates like I'm getting paid for it. So, and, but <laughs> I mean, to be yes. fair, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, technically, but you know, it's not for nothing. It's just, that's you know? just how we are. That's how we were built. And that's why I'm so happy to just be yeah. at peace with yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate that. And Natasha, thank you so much for 
being a part of my journey and, and just my pictures and just my, <laughs> my beauty and my confidence because I do feel even more beautiful when you tap into me and, and, and you have Thank such a you. sweet spirit, especially when you're in someone's comfort of their home and in their face and their peripheral. I just appreciate you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I really appreciate that. Definitely. 100%. Can you let all everybody watching know where they can find you on socials? Uh, my Instagram is Natasha Gross, makeup artist. Mm. Gotcha. And Zoe? Zoe Chinloy on Instagram and TikTok. So Z-O-E Chin L-O-Y. Oh, TikTok, girl. We got to get our TikTok game up. <laughs> We're aging ourselves not being on TikTok. I agree. We are. We I'm, I'm, I'm monitoring TikTok. It's a whole okay. job, though. Yeah, it is. Like, if you ask me, it's a pretty good way to kick off the year. Yeah. So Hell. happy you guys could join us. Thanks, Thanks for, having, for us. having us. Of course. Before we get out of here, Lex, what's the word? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. Cheers. 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 I was looking for a little hime, but it's all right. Oh, let's do want to do it okay, over? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know the word. I was like, I didn't know the word. Did you guys? I was like, shit. I guess that's the word now. That's Happy right. New Year. No, I didn't know. No, that was three words, actually. Yeah. I was expecting that too. Okay, oh, let's start, guys. Well, start it over. Okay, I didn't right. know. I didn't You're know. Right. Sorry, Happy sorry. New Year. And to the, uh, what do we call this again? Glam. Glam. Movies? Glam Ruby oh. Champagne Ruby Glam <laughs> Ruby Glam I don't know girl what's good Laheim Cheers 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 Thanks ladies Cheers mm -hmm. <laughs>